0: Happy Thursday, everyone. We are in the middle of the greatest movie ever made for disaster films. I don't mean disaster in the sense of it being a disaster of a movie. It's a movie about disasters. It is the granddaddy of all disaster movies. Airport from 1970. My name is Jim O'Kane. I am the host of TVDads.com. And I'm absolutely the
1: uh, co-host of CovertOps.tv. And I'm just hanging out. With these guys, Uh, I'm Rihanna Black, and I have a website with my name on it. RihannaBlack.com, yes.
0: RihannaBlack.com. The minute we are involved in is titled, Isn't the Snow Super? So we're going to find out why it's called that. But what we are doing right now is we're looking at uh, Mel Bakersfeld, who is parked in the head of customer services uh, or customer service for Transglobal's office, uh, trying to operate an entire airport. Single-handedly. Single-handedly, yes. Everything from snow shoveling to uh, getting the head of uh, another airline to come in and help uh, take a stuck S-707 off the runway. So he isn't good at delegating, but he's really good at phonesmanship. If that's a word he's uh kind of running around like a chicken with his head cut off he's all ready to run out the door to the snow desk uh, leaving his hat and coat behind if you'll notice on the left hand side of the screen as minute 18 be- or minute 19 begins uh, when he's stopped by Tanya Livingston his just a friend at work not a girlfriend who tells him that uh, he's got an assistant let Mike
1: do it who's Mike is Mike that young the youngish guy or
0: well Mike as far as I can tell Mike may be the guy that yelled snow desk. Back at one, you know, a couple of minutes back, he had that. He had that. Few weeks ago, Yeah, a few weeks ago, a couple of minutes or weeks, depending on how you're looking at it. He was the guy that was keeping Mel's seat warm in the Melmobile, and uh, he had that one line after you know four years at Juilliard and all those uh, auditions and tap dance lessons, and he just had to yell, "Snow desk." And that was. <laughs> that was, that was <laughs> How'd you get this gig? A job so I'd kill for, my right uncle. Now. <laughs> my uncle's Ross Hunter. Yeah, <laughs> hospitalization in a SAG card. I'm in. <laughs> so anyway, snow- yeah, snow desk guy Mike is probably uh, is probably that. That's probably Mike, although he's unnamed in the credits. Oh, Shame on you, no. imd not identifying him. Yeah, that poor guy. Hey, if you're out there, yeah, call yeah. us up. We'll we'll make sure you get your credit, Mike. We would love to talk to you about this movie. Seriously, if you're if you're, if you're still in the biz and why quit show business, please call. Yeah. You know, check I'm in doing with podcasts. Us. I'm still I'm still active. <laughs>
1: You're <laughs> relevant, yes. <laughs> oh, Mel. Oh, is... oh,
0: oh, Mel! The latest stairway to fame, the uh, podcast route. Yeah, yep. poor, yeah, poor Mike. He's got an assistant. Let Mike do it. He even gets a mention in the script somewhere. Hopefully, that's Mike. Meanwhile, Tanya takes over, takes charge of Mel, which is a hard thing to do. So she tells him to go sit down. I'll make you everybody drink coffee and a sandwich. <sighs> Again, here we are with food, food, and, also, and Tanya. She...
1: She's got, like, a real job, and she's still, because yeah. it's 1970, let me fix you yeah, a coffee re- and sandwich.
0: hmm Yeah, and, and she's got, there there are other planes leaving. She just had a whole stack of uh, $50 wrench back release forms that she has to get through. And doesn't Mel know where the coffee and sandwiches are? Doesn't I, mean, I would think that a guy that runs the airport would know where every coffee urn and sandwich uh, pile in a refrigerator is. Well, he doesn't like, know where the ashtray is. courtesy phones are. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, he doesn't know where the, the white courtesy phones seem to be ubiquitous. Tanya walks away toward uh, toward that executive lounge, that bizarre middle room, the neutral zone between the world of the office and the world of the unseen commanders club. So she walks through, opens the door. And she's in a lodge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she, uh, there should be like deer heads on the walls and things, all those carefully paneled everything. And and the fireplace that nobody seems to need. And nobody was in there. I mean, there was <sighs> It's been it's been cooking. Who knows how? It's January. They probably run it twenty four seven. So there's this constant fire burning in a closed off room. The whole place probably smells like a three alarm fire. I do like the the color scheme in that room though. That olive, the olive, uh, the olive wood. Yeah. Boy, this set design Manly. should have gotten something. Manly. yeah, and that gigantic uh, trans. They're playing
1: pinochle at that little table. there. There is a card table.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's uh...
1: the airport's going to hell. I'm playing
0: pinochle. <laughs> <laughs> and and that, that stack of constantly updated—you uh, know—looks it looks like they have a subscription to every single magazine ever printed in 1970. You know, all up there, McCall's and Ladies' Home Journal, all that. But and look, she's finding time to clean up that room. Yeah, she's got. She's gonna head in, head in there and uh, fix it. That's her job. I mean she's basically she is the customer service manager slash uh cleaning woman.
1: And bad delegator. Where's Mike yeah,
0: now? Yeah, exactly. I mean she needs her own Mike. Oh well, well we're actually gonna meet Mike, only his name's Peter and he's coming up uh, <laughs> uh let's see, when is he coming up? He's probably actually he's coming up at the the next minute he'll be he'll be here. So yeah, he'll be he'll be running around. Oh actually no I mean the next minute of real life, but we'll be doing too many flashbacks to catch up with him. The other thing that I'm noticing in this. I'm is getting confused. Where am I? Who am I? It's yeah, it's it's like it's like watching an episode of Doctor Who. It's just time is meaningless. <laughs> the thing that happens here, though, is is while she's walking away, while he's you know, she says she'll get him a coffee and a sandwich. Mel just like shakes his head like, oh, women, and he just sticks that he sticks that cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> There's this piano theme playing where it's like da 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 da, oh, yeah, and he's like, yeah, this is this is the life. A woman getting you some coffee and sandwiches. Well, you smoke and think about snow shoveling. <laughs>
1: I would like to point out that we now know why the ashtray is so clean because he walked in the
0: opposite direction to smoke. Yes, there you, there you are. Yes. Apparently ashes all over the floor. And just just when life is just it couldn't be better. He's just ah, I've got this I've got this work wife who does everything for me and I can just sit here and uh, Huff away on my Chesterfields. Tanya leans in her head and goes, "You know what you should do is you did promise to call your wife back. Remember that shrill call that you? That sisterhood of women. Yeah, she's burn them down. And he just, you just watch him. He he just deflates like a
1: oh, it's so bad
0: carnival balloon." <laughs> Yeah, I guess guess I'd better do it. Call the old ball and chain. He's just, oh, you just see, just see him crumple while he's doing that. And Tanya... Inhale, no wonder he lights a cigarette. Score Team Livingston. Yes. She's, uh, you know, while she's busy tidying up, uh, Mel sits down at a carefully locked down camera <laughs> with extreme widescreen capabilities. And he just sits off on the far right-hand side of the screen while he's puffing away on his cigarette and... Listen, listening on the phone, so all of a sudden we get our, to date, the most expensive uh, optical effect so far. We have uh, little Libby Bakersfield popping in at the bottom, middle of the screen mm. in her box, talking... I think she must have stood on a chair or something. That was a uh, one of those wall phones for, uh, for the kitchen. So she gets up and, and picks up the phone and does the proper announcement of the Bakersfield residence, Libby speaking. And uh, none other than Lisa Gerritsen, who played Phyllis's daughter on the TV show Phyllis, the uh, uh, Mary Tyler Moore show spinoff.
1: Was the right. ATT or Bell Telephone a, a partner in this movie? I mean, you've got every model that they have in this shot.
0: They, they had the wall phone and then uh yeah, we followed the it up Princess she, phone. The princess phone coming down with the older sister, Ro- Roberta. Robbie shows up and uh she's
1: Mommy's on the princess it looks like.
0: Mom yeah, Mommy's on Mommy's on the princess. Surprise. Yeah, she's
1: on <laughs> yes, Yeah, she's walking. I'm around. a princess, damn it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very impressive registration on all that uh that split screen. I mean, you think about just the mechanics of shooting it. You had, you know, you had Lisa Garretts in there. You had uh Ileana Dowden? I can't remember. I, th- I think that was her name, the one that plays Robbie. Ileana Dowding, excuse me. She's on uh, on that upper shot. And then they have to time the, the cut in when uh, Donna Winder pops in on the left-hand side to tell them to shut up and go to bed. <laughs> so, you know, the, the timing on there, I'm assuming they're shooting them all at different times for different sets. So they have somebody pacing it going. I, I would think they shot Bert Lancaster's first and then he played to nothing. He played to some ad standing on the side, reading the script lines. Eating and a just,
1: sandwich and drinking coffee. Yes,
0: he <laughs> was actually Dean Martin. That's a prop, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, but they they shoot all that stuff, and so we we watch we watch his relationship with the two girls, and they're they're all talking, and then yeah, teenage Robbie answers the phone. By
1: the way, can I just ask a quick question? In the center of of Bert's desk, is that a Staples Easy button? That was easy. now i gotta talk to the wife (laughs)
0: i've got to keep one of these this is excellent oh gosh i better call it the wife button yeah he uh it it, and it's a remarkably clear desk i mean well i guess it was uninterrupted by computers or chargers or anything else they just had pencils
1: or an ashtray where's the ashtray
0: (laughs) i don't know well he's flicking everything i i do like i do like his little um when he's talking to the younger daughter, this is Mr. Bakersfield talking, me before, before he says that, he does this little puff in the air that looks like a little mushroom cloud. It's just like, yeah. pff, <laughs> like he he almost like spits <laughs> out the smoke. And it, I keep wondering, did he, pra- you know, was that practice or was he just running out of breath or he, he knew he was going to have to have his line next and he had to get rid of the, the cloud that was forming in his throat? Mm-hmm.
1: I wonder if the editor of this movie is still around. You could find him. These are such good questions.
0: Yeah, I really would love to know just from a production point. This is, it's a fascinating, when you think about it, you know, this isn't something that you could just scroll back and forth. This is somebody having to sit down and cut this on an editing bench and then feed it all through an optical printer with one, two, three, four. So it'll be five, five passes to get all this stuff lined up. It's, wow! Yeah, it's a stunner, and uh, and and still they have to get the performances to match up so that when you know when the girls are answering the phone and then she's telling, getting told to ha- hang up, and Robbie's going bye dad, you know, you know it just has to hit at the right moment, and you know, and then these poor girls don't, you know, other than that's their only lines. So those are their only spoken lines, and the rest is all you know overshot with uh, flashbacks. So I guess the script day was easy, but,
1: but you said. <laughs> I get to
0: meet Dean Martin. I don't yeah, understand well, it. Yeah, they do, well, yeah, they do. They do get to meet Bert, though. That's yeah. that's the other thing. That's that must amazing. have been all. Uh, yeah, it, it must have all been just shot in an afternoon it, next to that same. Uh, I have a feeling they redressed the uh, the dining room that had fallen apart at the beginning of the movie when they were uh, when they were all saying grace and the dishes fell off the wall. It... it <laughs> It's all just just a redress. It, it's a very very complicated shot, and uh, it, 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 you know, ending the the end of this movie is with, or the end of this uh, minute is with Mel trying to sugarcoat the uh, the beating that's about to follow from Mommy. Oh boy! He's uh, like, yeah, well, uh, Mommy's got to scream at Daddy right now. So goodnight.
1: Right, right, right. I felt right. so
0: bad for him.
1: <laughs> he he got some shrinkage when he heard that. <laughs> that voice. was like.
0: Uh, you just, yeah, you just seem like
1: that's sad. mommy bringing the hammer down. <laughs> I picked the wrong day to quit smoking. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Different movie. I need a Chesterfield now.
0: <laughs> Why am I still doing? Tobacco? Forget the
1: sandwich. bring <laughs> some Chesterfields.
0: <laughs> <sighs> Valleys and Scotch—they're in the bottom door. Hurry! It's just yeah, tragic. So I think that that finishes up the minute. Just Mel, <laughs> Mel only thought he was having a bad day until Tanya suggested, "Hey, why don't I, he should have done that that mimicking thing like Dean Martin did with? Why don't you go clean these up? And he's like, why don't you just call my wife?" Me, me, me. So, uh, so yeah, so more more bad times to come tomorrow. Um, so and a great way to finish out the week with it. just a good old scream fest. Yeah, God um, bless. bless. <laughs> <laughs> Well, or as
1: my as my dear old dad used to call it, chin music.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Big
1: shout out to Dom Cerulli up there.
0: That's awesome, oh, that's awesome. Oh, dear. So, well, that yeah, that wraps up uh, minute nineteen. I think we're having a uh, a very involved. We're having in... too much fun. It, it is well, it, we might as well because Mel sure isn't, and it's just it's just going to get worse and worse. So. Hopefully those sandwiches are coming. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go, honey. Lunch is here.
1: Right. Yes. And the corners are cut off just the way I like.
0: Yes. Mmm. I hope she put a shot of something in that coffee. bread. yes. Oh, wow. Well, we will we will find out some more about the uh, the details of the uh, Bakersfield marriage tomorrow. So please come back and, uh, and finish out the week with us. Uh, in the meantime, if you'd like to chat some more about these uh, wonderful family goings on, you can reach us, uh, of course, at... Twitter, uh, Airport Minute, you can reach us at Facebook, Airport Minute, or you can reach us on our website, airportminute.com. We also, if you are listening to our podcast from the uh, website, please go to iTunes and subscribe to us. You can get it dumped into your iPhone or wherever you're listening to your podcast every single day, Monday through Friday. If you go to iTunes, please give us great ratings and uh, give us a pretty good comment because people read the comments and then we go up in popularity and then we can do more of these things because everybody wants to hear more and we know that we should be doing them. Otherwise, we're always happy to hear from you. Let's finish out the rest of this tomorrow. Please join us again good day. Bye-bye.
1: Yay. Nice going, sweetheart. Remind me to send a thank you note to Mr. Bowling.